What's up, Cubs? What's up, Cubs? Beat him up! Beat him up! Beat him up! What's up, Cubs? What did you say? Forget it, dude. That's all the sign we needed. Beat him up! Beat him up! Beat him up! Happy Monday. Don't be a bummer. And cheer up, babe. What do you think of my intro song? Nice. Yeah? Yeah. You've never heard that before. I haven't, no. Because, why? I don't listen to your podcast. That's right. I just had to get it out of the way to see how And I moved the again. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. So I've been talking about her for 70 episodes now because this is episode 70. Special episode 70. And the number one comment that I always get is, ha ha, this is so great. When is your wife going to be on? So she's on. <laughs> Surprise. Welcome back to Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. This is episode 70, like I said, with my wife, <laughs> my one and only. So... Hopefully I don't disappoint. She's not going to disappoint. Guys, she's worried about the fact that she's going to crash and burn it to the ground. And I told her that it's basically impossible because the only thing I talk about is her and the kids. I know. So what if I don't live up to that? Like, you know, like. People... Well, you don't have much to live up to because basically all I do is just tell the reality of. We could take these off. Intro's done. Thank you. All I do basically is. Talk about how much I love you and how basically you've given me everything in my life and then how much you make me laugh and how happy I am that you're the mother to your ch my children and there's not much to live up to. There's not much. That's all it is. That's all it is. Okay. 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 So <laughs> first things first. I'm the realist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The fucking burps. Don't worry, I won't put you burping in. Unless you don't give a shit. Maybe I'll put one or two in. <laughs> I probably won't. Knowing me, I probably won't. No. Yeah, because for the first 21 years of your say, life. Have you told them the burping I don't story? I kind of hope not. I don't think that I've told them the burping story, but we're going to get into it. Because for the first 21 years of your life, you couldn't burp. No, genuinely. Right? I never could force myself to burp. Nothing made me burp. And how long were we together before you were 21st? Oh, geez. Not very long. Two years? Yeah, year and 19, a half. Year and a half. 2021. Because. No, it was probably about two. Because I snagged you from Home Slice at 19. <laughs> Do we have to put it like that? I wasn't dating anyone, technically. Let's not get into it. Let's not get into it's, it. But, but um, anyways, back to the burping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we were together for like a year and a half and we had done plenty of partying and drinking and all that kind of stuff together. Yeah. Plenty in terms of us. Us, yeah. We're not ragers by any means. No. I wish I would have won. I wish I would have gone a little more hard maybe. Yeah. yeah. But you just, you fell in love with a half decent guy, you yeah. know? And I just made sure that I crashed and burned your entire college experience to the exactly. ground. <laughs> Early on. <laughs> no dicking for you. <laughs> But then it was her 21st birthday. We were here in Minnesota. Yeah. By the way, I have not said what town or anything. Okay, good. So that part, yeah. They know the state. But didn't that one chick like she recognized me on TikTok? But yes. didn't she say you're my FedEx guy? But she still didn't say like what city we live she, in, right? She messaged. Me. Okay, it yeah. wasn't a, a comment. It wasn't a comment. Okay, thank God. Because I thought about comment. that later and was like, I feel like you would have deleted it or like told I me did. that part. Well, no, sorry, no, I didn't delete it. I got the message and i said oh that's <laughs> when i was driving for fedex she said um do you drive for fedex at blank and i said no why 
And she said, oh, my God, that's crazy. Your arm tattoo. Like my, she said, how did she word it? My boyfriend literally said when you, our FedEx driver dropped off the package that, holy cow, that's that guy off of TikTok. TikTok. Okay. And I said, that's crazy. He sounds like a good looking dude. And she said, I guess. And I was like, I'm just fucking with you. It's me. It's me. And she was like, that's crazy. But then you told her, like, please I don't did. ever I did. Yeah. comment what town I like. We're, we're, um, yeah, I wasn't going to dox our family. Dox. Docs. 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 <laughs> so one of my favorite things about my wife, Cubs, <laughs> is her complete and total absolute separation from anything social media or what's it called? Pop culture yeah. or relevant. I'm out of the fucking loop. Yeah. What was your favorite song six months after the fact? <laughs> <laughs> Meet me at a spot. I, I like come to VJ and I'm like. Babe, this song, it's so fun. You got to listen to it. And he literally was just like staring at me. I'm like, what? You don't like it? And he's like. <laughs> I was like, babe. You're way behind. This was every third video on TikTok for the last six months. That's all this was. Cut a vibe. Baby, Baby are you coming for the ride? I still rock out to it. I, I didn't get it ruined by TikTok. Well, Willow Smith is a banger. And so is her dad. Yeah, literally. Yeah. He, yeah. Dro- he, he drops hot, hot heat. With hot, his, hot, hot. With his hands. <laughs> do you think Will Smith is hot? Not anymore. You, when did you? I mean, not that I ever thought he was like hot, but it's like he's a good looking. You know what he's not? He's not a sex actor. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just a good actor. But by no means was yeah. I feel like people were like. I'm not like, take your shirt off. Or like how the, the rave about like Denzel Washington even. Mm-hmm. Like Denzel Washington was classified as like, a oh, people would ruin their lives to be with Denzel Washington. Like, because he was good looking? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, who's your favorite? Who's your hottest actor? Um, and real quick, it's not Will Smith. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. Do you want to know why I made that sound drop? Why? Because after he smacked Home Slice at the Oscars, Jaden. Oh, God. Yeah. Tweeted, that's how we do it. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah, they're all the worst, but I'll still listen to Willow's And I said, you're not gangster. Yeah. Like, out of every family on the planet, you're the furthest thing from gangster. (laughs) So your dad walked up and open hand smacked somebody, which he probably should have at least got arrested. Cuck move. Yeah. So many people still think it's staged. Do you? I mean, I don't follow, like, social anymore. So even after, like, we discussed it, haven't talked about it since. And so this is old news probably for everyone else but did they ever come to any like truth on any of that zero percent staged okay see i didn't think it was yeah. when we talked about it and after we saw it but i think yeah it, uh, it i never i like never it. thought it was staged i think that people thought it was staged because there were no ramifications after the fact yeah like i'm saying like he just walked, walked back up. off sat down and then 45 minutes later got an oscar was there anything else that did he ever mention it in he got his banned. interviews well he got banned from the academy Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Can't go to... I I can't remember if he's permanently banned or if it's like a 10-year thing. Okay. But it was pretty aggressive. Okay, good. Um, I mean, it's good, like, honestly. But it's like after he won an Emmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he, what I was going to just say. And he gave say. his fake crying speech. Oh, my God, yeah. That part's just... Oh. But he did recently just go on to YouTube and put out an apology video, right, to Chris Rock where he's being interviewed in a studio, much like this, probably a little bit lower quality than this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this is sick. All right, this is this is this top is of the top line. Of the line. 
I know. <laughs> what? I mean, look at this lighting setup. And I'm super comfortable. I just want to say. <laughs> Let's give them the full fucking price breakdown. Let's not. Let's do it. Let's just not. No, it's fun. Now the now the professional lighting. Go ahead and explain what professional lighting we got going on behind the lens. Explain, explain what we got going on behind the lens right now. It's a, it's a circle light. It's a ring light. Plugged in to a ceiling outlet with an unfinished and an ceiling. Extension cord. From 1992. It belonged to my parents. It's literally brown. Probably to match like the wall color. <laughs> hey, that's not the only lighting we got going on right now. Where's the rest of the light coming from? <laughs> With the fluorescent lights, mm-hmm. like it's in an office somewhere. Yeah. On the unfinished roof. Ceiling. 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 Unfinished ceiling because we're in the basement of our house. Yeah. In like the storage <laughs> area. Have you told your listeners ever about your setup? One time. One okay. time I said some cocky, sarcastic comment about the fucking studio space. And then I said, I'm looking at Christmas boxes. Yeah. Because it's storage over there. Yeah. Um, We were talking about burps. Though. Top of the line. Holy fuck. Yeah, we were. And just so. Wow. This yeah. is so. Maybe I should have you listen in on every episode because that's the main conundrum of every episode. We call it we call it following the breadcrumbs. Okay. Follow the breadcrumbs of your brain, and whatever stories pop out are the stories that pop out. And I swear to God, half the time, sixty percent of them get left in the dust. You start off on a story; it's like a Dane okay. Cook stand-up. Set. And your listeners like this? Don't fucking don't fucking ask me why. Oh, so they do? Yeah. Okay, good. It's like the whole vibe of every episode. Okay. We call it following the breadcrumbs. Yeah. Okay. I do need I do need to make like a T-shirt for following the breadcrumbs because mm. that's been the impetus for the podcast for a really long time. Okay. Speaking of which, speaking of which, what should they do? Maybe if you tell them, they'll do it. So go ahead and go buy some merch. And um, we got a new merch drop that just happened last week. My wife got a test print, so she has her shirt. And oh yeah, that was, I couldn't have given you a bigger lob. I couldn't have given you a bigger lob to knock I mean, out of the park. I didn't really know. And well, we, what were we talking about? We were talking about, I need to make merch about it, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know what you've told them previously and how much you hound. Them. Like, I don't, you know. I don't hound because I don't do drops like every week. Okay. I do drops like every, what, three months or four months. Right. And then I'll just, yeah. for the next two episodes, I'm like, buy it. Yeah, no, it actually is really sick. I like it a lot. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So disingenuous. So. <laughs> So we were talking about burps. So you were 21, and we went to La Casita. We were in Minnesota. It's kind of been wherever where we do my birthday every year, except yeah. for this year. It's really... Well, actually, shit, since we've been popping out kids, since I turned you into a baby-making factory, we haven't gone there. Well, no, for in 2020 we did. Like, we... I had Gracie in September. Mm-hmm. Birthday's August. We went... Because you have that picture of me pregnant, and... That's right. In 100%. the booth. And, and you got yeah. fucked up that night. I don't yeah, know if that God. was healthy. So those margaritas. God Gracie damn. likes tequila. I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. She's been drinking this <laughs> out the womb. Just, hey, that's a little tip for you. An ounce right before bed sleeps like. Sleeps like a queen. Yeah. We don't say sleeps like a baby anymore because that <clears throat> is a fucking facade. Unless we're talking about Charlotte Kay. Yes. The Charlotte fucking... Kay. We can't talk about the babies too much because what will happen is 
She'll get emotional and then we'll end the podcast because she'll have to go upstairs and disrupt Cuddle her them. sleep. <laughs> she'll be like, I gotta go lay with my babies and we'll be fucking 23 <laughs> minutes in. I am. I'm kind of having some like mom grief that my baby is not a baby. She's going to be a year old. Yeah, it's fucking... Isn't it crazy? Yeah, it's so crazy. It goes by just like in a flash. It's a bummer because I feel like I have to keep going through grief and like redoing it and it just... Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, and it's like, I, and I've kind of talked about it in the past too, where it's like, you love watching their personalities come through, and you love yeah. watching like what they are turning into, yeah, and stuff. And then in that mo- in that exact same moment, you can remember when they were fucking exactly a foot and a half, and it, you long. just want to like break in half and yeah, yeah, Jesus, yeah, it's kind of the worst parenting. Is like honestly, the greatest and worst thing. Yeah. Equal parts at the same, same time. exact yeah. time. Because it's like, first of all, your life changes completely. Like like when people, beforehand, you know how people are always like, you're never fully ready. You're never fully ready. You just yeah. don't have kids. And it's like, that's not, it should never even be a financial discussion, I don't think. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not so much about the finances. It's about the fact that whatever your life is established as right now is done. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's over. And, but it's like the small thing. So like sleeping in, yeah, you know, like going to bed when you want, doing what you want to do, mm-hmm. like on a daily basis, like that's all just completely like non-existent. Yeah. Then you have to find like hours or minutes in your day to like yeah. do what you want to do or whatever. A hundred percent. You could go from like 18 waking hours of, it's just your life. You life. can do whatever the fuck yeah. you want to take your 30 minute slivers. Exactly. And take a shower or... Read a book. Or... And in that same and in that same fucking token, it's like, but that's, it makes you feel good. Oh, yeah. It's not all, it's not like supposed to be negative. No, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's negative. Yeah. It's just, I know that there's going to be some people that listen who don't have kids who go, yeah. that sounds like a nightmare. And it's like, yeah, yeah. no, 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 you no. don't understand. No, it's obviously so worth it and not like, and it's, there's so much joy that comes from it. Yeah. But yeah, your life is very different. It is how life-changing having kids is like first of all what's what's your favorite memory do you have a favorite memory of the girls of the girls since we've been parents oh god i don't think i could narrow one down no because as soon as i'd say one i'd be like oh but wait 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 yeah oh but wait, wait 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 yeah i think giving birth to both of them is like nothing compares to that yeah nothing ever We'll compare to that. I will say this: but, that that's not that's not where my brain goes. Oh, yeah. When okay. when when it's my, f- I'm talking about like my favorite moment with the girls. But I will say that that's my favorite moment with you. Yeah. Like watching yeah. you do that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Made me feel this big. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Little bitch blankie. Good. Hey, hold my ankles and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. We're Men gonna- are worthless. <laughs> Just hey, kidding. I did fine. I'm just kidding. I did fine. Ice I'm chips? I'm totally kidding. Ice chips? Yeah. Puke bag? Life-saving. Both of those things. We're going to deliver Charlotte sideways, and she's going to be halfway out for fucking three or four contractions or whatever it was, and I'm at full extension? <laughs> that was pretty solid, babe. That was good stuff. And I just, all I thought was like, I literally had the thought, he was a wrestler. There's no fucking way he's dropping my leg. Like, yeah, I will never forget me having that. You told me after the fact that you felt the quakes. I did. Yeah. And I saw your arm shaking and all I was thinking is like, he's not going to drop it. Not right now. There's just no way. That's not... how much faith I have in you. If you ever forget. That's what's up. That's what's <laughs> no up. No pressure. 
when I was at full extension and I had to, I was like, I can't believe that I have to bring my brain to the last few reps of a workout, like where you just kind of lock in. I'm just like here. Yeah. Because you're fucking sideways. Oh my God, look, it's my baby's head. But oh, the benefit to that was that you got to watch that. So you could like, holy hell, you could separate the like pain to like, you know, the most in insanely incredible fucking thing yeah. to watch that's the only thing that you miss out on yeah giving the birth by is choice that... though a little bit i mean a little bit what do you mean like some women have a mirror and like watch the thing some women grab their babies you know but i just i feel like i wouldn't be able to focus i wasn't interested you know as in a woman <laughs> i don't know why i said i wouldn't be able to focus i'm saying wouldn't you have a hard time like like i'm saying like focusing on absorbing what's happening because you're in so much for me, it's just so carnal and you're just so like mm-hmm. trying to get this thing out of mm-hmm. you essentially. And then, mm-hmm. and it's just so like, for me, it's like, I don't, I didn't have time to like peek and look and. Both of the times when it was getting towards the end, when she, they were, she was like, both of the girls were like crowning mm-hmm. and stuff. And you started letting out the fucking, the beast inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I was like. I know that she has a human being halfway out of her vagina, but that she's the hottest <laughs> she's ever been. <laughs> That's great news. Just that like, ah, yeah. fucking, oh, I was like, yeah, that came from the depths of her soul. Yeah. That's my, aside from all the fun, you know, day-to-day shit, because that's the, at the end of the day, that's what a good marriage is, right? Mm-hmm. You enjoy being around each other day-to-day. Yeah. It's kind of like. It's kind of like that Jordan Peterson yeah, thing that we just, just listened to, yeah. where it was like, yeah, yeah, the vacations are cool. Yeah. But that's what. Because what did he say? He said, like, sitting on a beach with margaritas, that's just a small portion of your life. Yeah, that's that's, like that's great, but that's not, like, what life is. Life yeah. is walking you, in the front door, greets you. Greets you. Yeah. Yeah. You sitting be... across the table from somebody, Should enjoying we let conversation. Them listen to it? Yeah, I think it's a great one. It's... Your life isn't margaritas on a beach in, yeah. in Jamaica. That happens now and then. Those are exceptions. Your life is how your wife greets you at the door when you come home every day. Because that's like 10 minutes a day. Your life is how you treat each other over the breakfast table. Because that's an hour and a half or an hour every single day. You get those mundane things right. Those things you do every day. You concentrate on them and you make them pristine. It's like you got 80% of your life put together. These little things that are right in front of us. They're not little. That's the first thing. They are not little, and they're hard to set right. And if you set them right, it has a rippling effect, and and fast, too. Yeah. Totally. When we watched that, that one hit home for us. Yeah. That one, I think, like, for me, I've I've listened to it every day since because Mm -hmm. it's a good just, like, set up my mind because I think it's so easy in this day and age to lose, like, what's really important in our lives because we see social media and we see so-and-so sitting on the beach or going to Italy or, like all this shit and it's just like that's not real life like that's not every day and even the people that are doing this for the bulk of their life like the people that are traveling more than they're being at home even those people they're they're living the same kind of life that we are like you know or some of us are and so for me this was just like oh like hell yeah like this is exactly what i should be doing this is what life looks like duh yeah duh exactly yeah exactly And, you know, we've seen it. We've seen we've seen the crazy good lives on Instagram, the mm-hmm. seemingly crazy good lives, and mm-hmm. then come to find out. Yeah. That all crashes yeah. and burns. I yeah, mean, I don't want to, like, give too many details just because it's kind of not right. close to home, but we're not friends in our adult lives. We haven't really talked. But um, 
Yeah, there was this girl, and I remember going to VJ and saying, like, oh my gosh, they have all these things. They have, And they were our exact ages. Yep. They have, like, fancy boat, and they, had like, go on these trips, and they have, like, three beautiful kids in this brand new home, and, like, acres. And I was driving acreage. for FedEx, just raking it in. And this was before Gracie. Like, we were even pregnant. Different stuff like that. And I just, like, kind of went to him, and I was just like, gosh, like, sometimes I just see this kind of stuff, and I just feel like, are we doing the right thing? Are we in the right place? Like, I just feel like we should be further in our life than we are. And then come to find out a couple months later, like, he was pretty much embezzling or something mm-hmm. with, like, his job. So, all the stuff that they had, like, got taken away mm-hmm. um, because he, like, almost went to prison. And I don't know what came of it, really, but then it was just, like, we sat down and I just looked at him and I was like, holy shit. Like, mm-hmm. perfect example of what people put on Instagram is usually complete bullshit. Yeah, or at least the the shiny 1%. Yeah, the shiny 1%. And I think, like... We all do that a little bit. And I think in a lot of ways, that's okay. I think we should all get compliments occasionally. And mm-hmm. that's just good for our souls. And a lot of times you and... do just want to show off certain aspects. Yeah, of like your talents. or Yeah, and you're proud of it and stuff like But I think at the end of the day, it's kind of like if you really think about like what is my motive for doing that, then mm-hmm. it's probably not the best yeah. thing for you. Usually when it's like vanity, when it's wrapped yeah. up with vanity, it's kind of like... Something, like even something me when may, I maybe you know allegedly something might be missing. Yeah. Where you're trying to fill a hole. Yeah. You know. But I think that's just sad, like person to person too. Like even me, I found myself in positions like that where then I'm like, well, why am I posting this? Like, mm-hmm. why would I like want people to see this? Like, not for the right reason. So I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna post it. Yeah. Are you gonna start an OnlyFans? <laughs> Probably make us a shit ton more money than we have right now. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. What do you get? What's your niche going to be? I Mom bods. <laughs> yeah. You want to know what's fucked up? Breastfeeding. That fucks you up. <laughs> Where are my mom's at? <laughs> and their husbands. Where are you at? <laughs> Partners, spouses, whatever. Yeah, what does Tom Segura call it? Oh, God. I don't want to know. milkers? Oh, God. <laughs> Let, me see those, Let me see how those big tits. <laughs> what <does he> say? <laughs> He says something. Let me see how those big tits fart. That's what he says to Christina P. I heard somebody say a couple of fried eggs. <laughs> Might have been my dad. <laughs> Which I didn't even want to say on here, but not about mine, okay? It was just a discussion. Oh, my God. So I have an OnlyFans. What? Yep. Yep. No dick pics. Because you can get really... Um, there's like sub kinks, like there's tons of, okay, hold on though. Like you have an OnlyFans, you know, and this wasn't a discussion. You're going to save it for your podcast. It's not a sexual thing for me. It's like, hold on. This is perfect. This is a perfect time to air it out. So you know how, like I have my business card and that that's how I use to pay for like all of my side shit, like stuff. That's not our bills. Okay. Okay. So. I have an OnlyFans, and I actually created it like episode 20 of the podcast, and I said my niche, because people are attracted to a bunch of different stuff. People are attracted to a ton of different things, like non-sexual stuff. Like think of like women's feet. Like there's a whole, like women are making fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars off their feet, right? So I do my elbow pits. Your favorite part of my arm. I just take pictures of my elbow pits and I post them on OnlyFans, along with extended episodes. Extended episodes? Yeah, like uncut episodes. Like the raw cut. Because sometimes people don't want to hear the edited version. Hmm. I'm not making a lot, but I have like 
37 monthly subscribers. Hmm. No shirtless pictures. It's just literally from the sh- from the shoulder down. And I take pictures of my elbow pits. It's a thing. Hmm. I'm fucking with you. Thank God. <laughs> Thank fucking God. I was literally sitting here going, I don't know how I'm going to react about this. Mainly because you didn't fucking tell me. I could decide where I was at on that. <laughs> Only because you didn't tell me, not because of what was going on, but like episode 20 and it's been, we're on 70 and you didn't fucking tell me. We tell each other everything. Yeah, but you didn't listen to the podcast, so I didn't think it was important. Is this a lie? Like, do you really have an no, OnlyFans I know page? No, OnlyFans, baby. No, I, I oh swear to God. Oh my God. I swear to God. Honestly, like, yeah, make us some money, but, like, tell me. Hold the fucking... Okay, let's circle that sentence back real quick. I'm going to turn to you. Did What was the last thing you just said? Yeah, make if that's a thing, could you make money off of that? Why not? So you would... If I made an OnlyFans... <laughs> Let's just, let's just, it gets dangerous. I feel just, like if you make the page, it can get dangerous. If I'm on OnlyFans, yeah, posting things, yeah. Okay, let's let's play this game. Hold on, go check Lottie. No SMAR, SMR, ASMR, <laughs> ASMR. Now you're talking about ASMR because they didn't hear that previous conversation because that's all cut. <laughs> so you just threw out ASMR randomly, just loosey goosey in the episode. Why did you bring up ASMR? Because <laughs> I just learned what it is. <laughs> and it's been around for roughly a decade or longer. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you're so removed from social media. You don't know what ASMR is. Do you know what Twitch streaming is? Uh, yes. Be- only because uh, Tyrus. Oh, right. <laughs> Little bro, bro. Okay. Yeah. So you know what Twitch streaming is. Mm-hmm. But but I don't know you and like I feel like Boone just in conversations have told me like what girls and like different things with the Twitch streaming we have been doing. We will get back to the OnlyFans conversation. Yeah. Okay. But you're so removed from everything social media. Yeah. Like. You had to explain. Remember when you had to explain OnlyFans to me? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was like what? Just a couple months ago. God, you're so lucky that I like love and respect you because you're so naive to like actual social media shit i'm no but i'm not naive. Could... but i'm not naive to like i'll get like pulled into something i'm not stupid like no, no, someone no, no, couldn't no. reach out like you know oh no i'm saying like i could do and i could have had an only fans since episode time. 20 and yeah. you would have no fucking idea that is true but that'd be fucked that would be fucked i would never do yeah, that okay good yeah i mean obviously i'll have a Pornhub account <laughs> <laughs> okay now let's play the game the number amount Oh my god, thinking of sex though and stuff. The um whoever has Peacock watch the was it Peacock? Yeah. Watch the Hugh Hefner. The Secrets of Playboy. Speaking of sex and stuff, watch the Hugh Hefner documentary. Only fans, elbow pits, like I don't know, I just got into <laughs> sex and stuff. Do you see why we fit? <laughs> Do you see why it works? <laughs> Because I'm sure half the time you're listening to these fucking episodes and you're like, how does this guy how did he anyway? fucking get there from here, from there to there to there? <laughs> Meet my better half. Okay. So watch the Hugh Hefner documentary. Excellent segue. It is really we good. We do have to circle back to explaining how removed you are from fucking pop culture and also circle back to the, the OnlyFans. And the burp. And the, the burp's so fucking far <laughs> gone. gone. We're 40 on, minutes. We're in. 41 minutes in. We brought up the burp like minute six. Yeah, 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 yeah. The burp's gone. Do you think your cubs are going to be cool with that? What? 
not hearing the burp story. Oh, Jesus. I mean, like, not that we need to tell it, but just like, I feel bad that we've breadcrumbed this bitch. Pure talent right here. This is audio talent. You ready? Yes. So my wife didn't burp for the first 21 years of our life. I thought it was the craziest thing and she would always get stomach aches whenever she drank something carbonated. And then on her 21st birthday, she drank so much and she mixed it with margaritas and a little bit of carbonation that we were walking out into the parking lot and she puked burped and it went and puke came out and we high-fived each other because it was the first time she burped we were like holy fuck that's awesome even though she just puked in the parking lot and from that day forward she's been able to burp weirdest thing fucking but it. so true and i know it doesn't sound true it's that's true exactly how it happened i think you and had it, it felt so good you know what i think it was the flap that releases when you can burp just finally was unsealed like, it was like used <laughs> and you so like literally the air was like Every every fucking time you had to burp in your life until it eventually yeah. just settled in. Yeah. And then That's you drank right there, enough babe. margaritas. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking scientist. I'm a doctor. I'm a scientist. I'm a therapist. I'm all sorts of shit. <laughs> that event that you just released the fucking cannon and that seal broke. And now you just let that shit rip all the time. Facts. Now, I actually wanted to go back to the numbers first. Numbers. Only fans. Only fans. Let's, let's say I start an Only fans account. You know what's funny about this? This is actually a common topic of discussion when couples do podcasts together. Okay. It's like OnlyFans gets brought up. But I'll tell you one thing. It's never this way. It's always (laughs) like... It's... It's always the woman who should do an OnlyFans and make money, but like, what would your dollar amount be for the guy to be comfortable with it? Yada, yada, yada. But that's the game we're going to play. Okay. Okay? So, you've already established that as long as I'm telling you what I'm posting, you would be cool with an OnlyFans. Like, like if it was the bullshit unextended episodes and okay. elbow pits and stuff, okay. right? You'd yeah. be like, Jesus Christ, you make money off that? That's insane. Yeah. Now, how, what dollar amount would you be comfortable with per month where I posted shirtless pictures all the time? Would your face be in it or would it just be like? Let's just say in this, in this fantasy world, the ramifications are zero. Like nothing affects my job. Nothing. Like there's no ramifications. So to your this. face is in it. Yeah. Let's say, yeah, okay. my face is in it. What would your dollar amount be? So you know that, like, let's say also in this fake world, I'm a 10. (laughs) Okay. People are drooling over your bands. Okay. 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 And so they get all hot and bothered. So I pop the top. Okay. But like. You know that they're looking at it in a sexual way. Okay. All right. They only want to see the shirtless photos in a sexual way. Okay. But you get paid for it. What? Is the dollar amount where you are comfortable with that happening? This is this is tough. This go- I'll throw a number out. If I was making three thousand dollars a month off of it, would you give a shit? It's just shirtless pics. No, I wouldn't care. That's fine. Three grand a month. Yeah. Two grand a month. Yeah. The mortgage payment a month. Um. And in this fake world, nothing changes. Like your ego, no, no, sex no, 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 life. No, no, no. Like... The only thing that's the... <laughs> okay. Let's put it this way: I had been making the mortgage payment every single month since episode twenty, but you didn't. But it's from OnlyFans. Yeah. Like I, it, like the last. Yeah. When yeah, that's fine. Okay. But I probably wouldn't go lower than that. Because yeah. I think to some level, then I'm like calculating, like, okay, how many bills could we actually pay for something less than what we pay for the mortgage? Like, I don't know. I'm a hooker. <laughs> my wife's my pimp. <laughs> I think that you got to bring those dollar bills in if you want me to be comfortable. But, but you, you bring it. You bring in lack. Here's luster. the difference, though. I think like 
some women with their husbands and I'm not calling out people's marriages or whatever because everyone has their own feelings but I think to some level like for you at least I like to think this and I might be wrong because we've never done anything like this but I feel like you wouldn't like nothing about you would change in our home or anything Mm -hmm. like your ego like you wouldn't be enticed to go cheat on me I would feel confident that you weren't going to be messaging these people and turning it into something more than literally just a shirtless like a transaction but I'm just saying like on that perspective for me as like our marriage I don't think it would literally be affected in any way at least I like to think that so with that in mind I'm saying okay but if but if it was less than the mortgage stop fucking doing OnlyFans yes but you're kind of missing my whole point though I still even for the mortgage payment like even three thousand a month like if you if I had the feeling that you would cheat on me or turn it into more or love the attention so much that it would cause issues in our marriage or issues for you then I'd be like, no, no dollar amount. Okay. Okay. No, that's fair enough. In this world, nothing changes. Next level. Full nude. Oh, no. 10 grand a month. Mm, no. It's $120,000 a year after taxes. I don't know, though, because then the other part of me is really just saying, like, something I've learned, like, in the last year or so of my life is, like, money doesn't fucking matter. Maybe having babies has, like, showed me that. Like, I'll, I don't fucking, like, I'd live in a shack. As long as you, me, and Gracie and Charlotte were happy. So that's also why I'm kind of like, oh, like even for 10 grand a month, like, I don't know, like you, you have a job, you have a good job. Like, I don't, we don't need an extra 10 grand, really. Like, would it be nice? Fuck yeah. Who doesn't want an extra 10 grand? But like for that, I don't know. I don't think that's worth it. All right. See, I told you this is too deep for me to like, even like put my brain there. I don't know. Nothing in our life changes. We just fuck each other on camera. No. You're in my OnlyFans. No. Half a million a year. Nope. A million a year. No. Your face is never in it. Oh. No. <laughs> no, because... Our faces are never in it. Oh. It's an anonymous OnlyFans. We're millionaires, and we anonymously fuck each other on camera. We put makeup on our tattoos. No one, no one can define us by our tattoos. Oh my god, probably. That's my girl. Let's get to that million, folks. I feel a little ashamed, but... It's going to be called Bonnie and Clyde XOXO, and it's an anonymous account. And if (laughs) if a Bonnie and Clyde XOXO pops up on OnlyFans, just know that it's these two married people fucking... (laughs) We're savages like that. Sure, yeah. I am what I am, I'm a hooligan. One thing that I did want to do is from your perspective, the day we met, okay? Now, I've told it from my perspective. Okay. All right? From your perspective, what did you see? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. A kid with a big-ass neck and... I was in rut. Just... A blubbering idiot. (laughs) Now, where down the line, or how, even after that first interaction, did I get a second chance? Or did did I get a chance? Well, it was real. I don't know. That's why I truly, when I talk to people about us, like, I don't want to sound cliche. That's honestly why I just think that it was kind of fate. Yeah. Because I, in some maybe 
people would be like, oh, gosh, like, she doesn't remember if you don't remember, like, whatever. I kind of feel like I've had that reaction before, and it's like, no, it's not that I don't remember, but it was all just a feeling. Like, it was all just, like, something, the universe leading me in the right direction. Like, it knew what I needed, and yeah. So I can't explain it. So, boys... But it was, fuck up a few times. But it was persistence. I mean, but, like, reaching out to you after the fact, like, I don't really know why. But then after that, it just was months. The persistence obviously helped, but it was just, you know. Yeah, because I knew, I knew what I wanted. Yeah. I saw you, and I was like, yeah. oh, it's not getting better than that right yeah. there. <laughs> that right there. <laughs> and I aggressively pursued you. Yes, you did. Well, that kind of sounded... That rapey vibes to it. That <laughs> did have a bit of rapey vibes. There was no rape, raping vibes. There wasn't. <laughs> I'm so glad that you cleared that up. So, so you don't like horror movies. Correct. Okay. So much so that when It 2 came out. Oh, I, I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, so what did I do? Oh, you went by yourself. Right. <clears throat> right. Which sounds wonderful. It actually is. Yeah, I know. It is. I've been to a movie theater by myself, and it's... especially now that I have kids, I'm like, God. Now, here's one thing I need you to answer for the guy cups. Okay. You refuse to watch The Conjuring. It. Which is sad because The Conjuring was my f- favorite movie. I think it's the one that broke you. It did. It was. It was the one that broke me because yeah. it's that well done, yeah. and it's based on a true story, and I'm a feeler, and I have a very hard time separating from certain things. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to think too hard about it. You don't it. have to think too hard about it, but I just need you to answer a question for the guy. Okay, first. okay. What's your favorite thing to watch now? Comedies. No, not movies. When I come home, what do you turn off? <laughs> okay. Explain it. Oh, because you were talking about rape, so I'm going to assume you're talking about documentaries. Where what happens in the documentary? Okay, it was the... No, 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 Answer the question. Just all, it was all rape. And? I mean, some murder. Yeah. Which is... Oh, I watched two that night. Two different ones. And mm-hmm. one was mostly rape and one was murder and rape. Right. And you're just eating it up, right? You're just... This is the peak of okay, entertainment but... for me. Hold on. And it's real life. Hold on. Your comparison, though, from horror movies to, like, The Conjuring and stuff, like, they're not getting raped in The Conjuring. Yeah. They're getting haunted by something that doesn't exist. That's where I'm stopping you. We're not going to have that discussion. We're not going to have that discussion. But the rape and stuff. You literally can't bring yourself to discuss <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Please don't talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. But I'm just saying, like, this this reaction that is Thank eliciting you. should be the same reaction from real-life murder. So why is it that... I feel like, you know, this is the generalization, but women love murder Okay, but here's the shit. difference. Here's the difference. For me, my personality is, like, something that terrifies me. So, you know this about me. Like, when I don't know something, I fester. It scares me. When I don't know something for sure, right? If I don't mm-hmm. know if something's going to happen. If I don't know if something did happen. When it comes to, like, murder documentaries, rape documentaries, it's like, here are the facts. This is what happened to this person or whatever. And so it's, like, logically in my brain, I can, like, decompartmentalize that and be like, okay, this is terrible. And when I'm watching those things, I'm not festering on them. Like, 
oh no, like, what if this awful, awful thing happened to her? I don't know what it was. It's like, they tell you what happens and then you can move on and then you just want the fuckers to get caught. And that's usually how the documentaries end and sometimes they don't end that way, but like, you get to learn like about that people, like those people's story. And So like, it's educational to you? Not learning from it. It's not educational. It's just like... Let me throw this. I line. don't want to say me, it's heartfelt. Let me throw this line out there to you. It's one of those things that it's out there, so it's better to know about it. Yes. Jim Julio. One hundred percent. I married my dad. That's one hundred percent. I married my dad. My dad. You know the that same I'm like thing. this in almost every aspect of life when it comes to our kids. Everything. Like I just want to know. Yep. When I don't know, I'm fucking hands off. Like I'm done. I don't want to. Like I don't want to discuss it because I will fester and yep. it's not good for me mentally. I married my dad. That's fine. I love your dad. Yeah, I you know I'm I'm pretty fond of him too, but is that what Dad says? That I'm that I'm pretty fond of him. No. <laughs> so Dad says that that it's better to know than. So I used to have the exact same conversation with him through my entire teen years. Is I would come home and he if he wasn't watching the Andy Griffith show, he was watching <laughs> a fucking documentary That's about murder show. where it's like. It was a sleepy town, and no one expected anything of it. Yeah. Until one I've been in your home. Night. I know exactly what. You know. Yeah. So fucking 90s how those documentaries are because my They're dad. They're so great. They're so great though. We can agree to disagree. Okay. So, and I would ask him the same thing. I'm like, why do you watch this shit? And he always said the same thing. You got to know what's out there. All right, dad. You're not a fucking <laughs> Navy SEAL. Why did a Navy SEAL? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like to make, to protect. To yeah. Defend. Hey, this isn't the Marine Corps. All right. You're not you don't need to s fucking sit with your goddamn back to the furthest back corner of the room in case a fucking <clears throat> shooter comes in. All right. You live in Idaho. You're I not, get it, though. But no, he's honestly, not going to get serial killed. But at the end of the day, v, sometimes mentally, that's just how people are. You don't get it because you can like you can emotionally separate from literally anything. And that blows my mind. Yeah. So you just have to kind of respect us that just necessarily can't. And, like, we want to know because it's just better for us to know things. You just, you should respect it first time because you've seen me at, like, kind of my lowest points. And that's what it comes down to. You feel safer when you know things. Yes. Well, I feel yeah. safer and I just, like, I'm the type of person that when I know something, I can, like, take steps to take care of it or to, like, prevent it to my extent in this world that Prepare. I can yeah. Prepare yourself. All right, that's fine. You won that one. We talked. We hit. We hit the fucking hard hitting issues this fucking episode. For Did, sure. we? <laughs> Did we? Did we? No, but we never do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, are these? No, no, no. You know how you were kind of nervous about like throwing off the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking right down the fucking line of how these usually go. Okay, good. Right down the fucking line, but good. we do have to do the unqualified dad advice okay. segment. Okay. All right, we got two cubs that wrote that we in. Find. Then people just write these on the web and like. Yep, on the web. <laughs> so they write them right on the web there. They just hop up on the web and they post them up. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. So. So Reddit. So Reddit, yeah. Okay. And you don't know what Reddit is. Yeah, I do actually because I've used it before. Um, 
the fuck are you using the taint of the internet for? Nothing. You don't know what ASMR is, but you know what the taint of the internet is? Well, it, like, Reddit came up in, like, when I was looking for something very specific. Don't even ask me what. It wasn't inappropriate. Probably, Probably not a good story. Probably or turn something off, honestly, because, like, a lot of times it's, like, step-by-step. Yeah, actually, now that too. you're saying it, I feel like it was, like, a phone or, like, a how to do something. Yeah, okay. it was something like that. So, like, I've clicked on Reddit, like, you know, to, for that, but I never... So what our Reddit forum is, so it's called a forum. Yeah, yeah. I know what a forum is. Yeah, where like whatever the topic is and yeah. Reddit is broke down by topics. Like there'll okay. be an advice Reddit, subreddit. Okay. And, then there, and then there's like fandom Reddits where it's like. like About like the conspiracies about. Oh, there'll be, there's conspiracy theory comics. subreddits. Oh, okay. There's, there's Red Dead Redemption 2 fan forums. Oh, cool. Like it's. Well, that's where you've kind of learned a couple things, right? Oh, yeah, you can cut that out. Yeah. Where you've cheated a couple of times. You just looked it up. That's where I'm It's not the cheating that's embarrassing about this that part. <laughs> it's because you play Red Dead. It's the fact that I looked Took up the how time to, to look... do better on Red Dead. <laughs> and I'm fucking 30 years old. You added me. It's, it's a cool game. I'm not it's editing cool it game. out. It's fine. So what, what so, mine is. What, but real quick. Um, so I was supposed to, which I want to apologize to all the Cubs. I was supposed to do episode 50, I believe it was, yeah. with you. And kids and... Yeah. I can't remember what happened that weekend. Well, it was one of those things. It was a long week. Like we were oh, we were set a... up to do it. It was a long week. And the thing about these episodes is we have to record at night. And you were we were also in the time frame of our life where Charlotte was still. Yeah, because this was like April. And so she was still in like we were co-sleeping still. And I was we mm -hmm. were like doing well one night feeding, I suppose. But yeah. But at that point, you were going to bed. When the girls went to yeah, bed. Yeah, so I like 7.30. To stay up two, three hours later. At that time in my life was just it was not going to happen. And yeah. I threw out the fucking promise and it was honestly, it was on me more than it was on you. I shouldn't have promised that because it's yeah. unrealistic. It just was. But we're, well, you know, no, and I think too we were going to try to do like a nap time, but that just didn't work out either. We always have shit to do. Yeah. We lots. do stuff during nap time. Yeah. Guess what? When are you going to like wash the dishes and do the laundry Dream, and mow exactly. the lawn and shit? Yeah. Spend time, time together. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a benefit as the girls get older and stuff. We can get that parental fucking in during nap time. <laughs> Not high fiving you for that. Nope. Okay, but anyways, my point to the whole. Um... No, no, no. I wanted to say sorry to the Cubs, but then too, I remember at that time we had like some people had done the unsolicited, yeah. unqualified. Yeah. <laughs> Almost said unsolicited. I've made that mistake before. Have you? I did. Yeah, like okay, twice good because I'm like on. I'm sorry, unqualified yeah. dad advice. But I did you answer those on your own? I think like four episodes later, I ended up just being like, I'm not sure when this is going to happen. Okay, when good. I do have her on, we'll answer them. But guess what? We're not because I can't remember which posts they were. Oh, that makes me feel bad. I'm sorry. What I'll do is I'll make a post on the subreddit of like for the next episode with you. Okay. And they can all have it. They can just post it underneath that post. Okay, so, so it's, it's there no matter spot. what. So and if we get to it in spot. three months. Yes. Okay. So yeah, let's okay, just sounds good. so let's just say that if you guys have in the future episodes that she's on, there will be a questions for Mama Cub or Mama Bear post, and underneath that one, like in the comments, that's where you put your anything you want us to okay answer. Okay. Okay. So our forum is advice. Yep. So they make a post, and then I give the I give the answer, and I read it live. Mm -hmm. Like. I don't pre-read them. Right. Oh, yeah. Boone's Monday track of the week. What was it? He didn't have one. What do you think their Monday track of the week should be? Um, oh, here she comes. 
Watch out, Bush. She'll chew you up. Yep. I've been fucking. I've been. <laughs> We've belt. been singing that to Gracie lately. Yeah. And Charlotte Kay when we're yeah. at dinner. We're we're at the dinner table. Yep. And so it's been. Well, fun it cause... actually started with Charlotte, not with Gracie, because I would be like laying in the living room or something, and Charlotte would, would come, come crawling <laughs> over, like, "Oh, y'all are fucked now." And then I'm like, "Whoa, oh, here, here she, she comes. comes!" And then I just Watch got stuck out, in boy. our head. She'll chew you up. Yeah. Yeah, and I belt, dude. And so... I mean, I'm not classically trained, but I'm classically trained. Well... Your man yeah. has pipes. Yeah. Uh, you need, good oh. pipes. Pipes, nonetheless. You need a sample? You need a sample? Whoa, here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. <laughs> and that's a fucking taste. <laughs> Whoa, here Shh, she comes. waking our daughter up. She's a man-eater. <laughs> And that was at like 60% capacity because I held back because of the baby. I mean, could you imagine if I was... Look at her. She's awake now. Yeah, she heard her favorite song. (laughs) She was like, what the fuck are we playing? Okay, but the best part about all of this is that Gracie will walk around and go, whoa, whoa, and go like this to us. And like, because she can't snap. She can't snap. So she'll go like this with her fingers and she'll go, oh, oh, and it's it's just the best. so you got it. You got to go into, oh, here she comes. Yeah. Watch out, boys. So that's the Monday track of the week. Hall and Oats. Uh, Hall and Oats. Literally, until we looked it up on YouTube, I thought it was Holland. Oh. Oats. I thought a guy's name was Holland and his last name was Oats. Nope. <laughs> and it's, Hall and. Yeah. It's two guys. Yep. And they sing Man Eater. Yep. And I sing it to my babies. <laughs> which is essentially about a woman who <laughs> just uses and abuses men willy nilly. Because of money. Mm hmm. And I sing it to my baby girls. <laughs> it's a good... Just the a, one line. The beat's good, okay? Yeah, because I don't know the fucking rest of the words. Yeah, I know. Neither do I. So that's the Monday track of the week thing. And we're on Unqualified Data Vice subreddit. So, yes. oh my God, such a loopy swoopty pull on that one. Jesus Christ. So we're on the Unqualified Data Vice subreddit. We have two posts from Cubs. And surprise, surprise, you get to get answered by both of us. All right? <laughs> now, I have not read either of these. Did you do the one under that last week yeah so So they just get loaded on the same yep yep the newest ones are at the top so you just remember which one you've done Mm -hmm. okay yep so this is from media fiend okay okay what do you think about that name that's sad to me media fiend does that mean like they really like media i mean they could take that with a grain of salt you don't know what a mukbang is so the title of this one is i'm dating a single what's a mukbang Sounds sexual, doesn't it? Yeah. It's not. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if some people watch it sexual. It's along the same lines of the ASMR. Okay. This is just a perfect example of how people, or to show people like how well you know me. So to give people a good frame of reference for how well you know me, out of every idiosyncrasy I have, what is my number one cringe factor? I It makes me sick to my stomach. I'll stop. Oh, when people are chewing food. Yeah. 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 Yes. Only one, well, only three people on this planet that <laughs> I have zero response like that. Right? <laughs> that don't get grossed out by. Okay. Yeah. So if I was to tell you that a mukbang was my worst oh, no. nightmare, what's a mukbang? Like someone chewing food, mushing food, mucking. So they literally food. put like abhorrent amounts of food in front of them, 20 pounds sometimes. Crazy shit. Like sometimes it'll be it'll be like themed like seafood. It'll be nuts, and the whole video is the mic turned up, and them eating it as fast as they can. 
That's a mukbang. No. I don't know why it's a What's thing. What's wrong with the internet? Like, what? I just... Welcome to the internet. Yeah, Take it's terrifying. Every... Yeah. I'm dating a single dad. Yeah. Okay, let's get into it. I'm dating a single dad is the title. Hey, Papa Bear and wifey. <laughs> she didn't say that. I'm going to start over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Papa Bear. OG Cub here. If you haven't reminded us yet... Posture up. So I always say posture up, you slouching ass bitch. Which you've had pretty good fucking posture this whole time. I just started dating a single dad. We've been dating for about six week now six weeks now, so super early on. He's the first person I've had any sort of feelings for in two years, and I don't want to mess it up. All of my past relationships have started with a trauma bond or love bombing. It's so toxic, but he isn't doing any of this. That took a second to recognize. LOL. Healing, baby. Yeah, girl. Anyways, he's in his 40s with two kids in middle school and divorced for a couple years now. I'm in my early 30s, never married, with zero kids. We don't see each other often because we're both super busy. He has the kids half the time, and we live 30 minutes to an hour away from each other. Pause. How do you live 30 minutes to an hour away from each other? Maybe traffic, honey. Wow. You really ironed that one out. I thought maybe he had multiple homes and it depended on what house he was staying at. (laughs) (laughs) You tell me not to overthink shit. You need to be around for more episodes. You really iron out the fucking wrinkles in these episodes. Simple. Keep it simple. So we live 30 minutes to an hour away from each other, depending on traffic. Cali traffic makes no sense was the next line. <laughs> That's it. That's episode 70. That's episode 70. Thank you guys for checking I'm in. I'm the new host. Thank you guys for checking in. I'm out. Fuck. You dumbass. But for real, I could not drive in California. That would just... No. Pass. Don't say obvious shit, baby. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> So, Cali traffic makes no sense. Oh, my God. I'm red with embarrassment. We've had the, quote, we're not seeing anyone else conversation, and he's consistent with his interest and communication, but I still feel like I'm second-guessing things. This is all so new to me. How do I approach this in a way that is healthy, but also not let distance and hectic schedules get in the way? Let me start. If you pick something up from me or you want to cut me off, just let me know. Okay. The only thing that's in the way right now is her own brain. I think I agree with that. Just... I still feel like I'm second guessing things. So she's second guessing things about him and the relationship. So does she want to ask him? Is that how but she wants to But what is there to ask? Him? Yeah. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. They've had the where we are going to stay. Like, I'm only fucking yeah. with you. You're only fucking with me. Yeah. He's a dad. He's got two babies. Mm-hmm. They live far away whatever mm-hmm. you know far away depending on how you want to look at it yeah. i mean 30 minutes in cali i'm like they live three and a half miles away from each other yeah <laughs> for real i think the only thing that is fucked up in this situation is the fact that she does have past trauma relations from relationships bad relationships mm-hmm. so far he's shown nothing of the sort based off of what we know based on what we know right yeah, I agree and that's that. how we got to look at it we got to base it yeah. off of what we know he's given no signs to give her any to give you any sort of uneasiness yeah in the relationship so if distance if the not getting to see him all the time is the only thing that's really in the way hey buck up 
you're both adults. Yeah. You both are going to have your own lives. Guess what? If you continue down this relationship and just let it blossom into what it can possibly be, you're going to end up closer together anyways. But don't don't stunt that growth before it happens. For sure. Don't hop in and don't hop in and let your brain go, oh, I don't know. I don't know. What if this? What if this? What if this? Well, guess what? There's all the negatives that you can pay attention to with the what ifs. You can be like, oh, what if it doesn't work out? What if the distance is just too much? Hey, what if it works out? What if you guys figure out the distance problem? What if you guys have a great relationship? What if he makes you happy? What if you trust him? What if you give him something he needs that he was missing out in his last marriage? What if you fall in love? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's honestly all well said. And I think like hectic schedules, distance, those are just things. And if you really like him, then you both will figure out how to overcome that. I think that's pretty much kind of also what you said goes yeah. with that. But yeah, I think then you just keep doing that. And then if you reach a point where it's like you guys like say this is a ways down the road or mm -hmm. something and then it's like well he, you don't want to move in together and for you it's just like well i don't want to live this far apart like i want to move forward then that's where you can kind of like start yeah. to kind of not overthink but really think of what's important to you and how much you really like him and what's worth it and what's not but right now like so early in the relationship just enjoy it what vj said follow that because at least for a while until further down the road like when to make a switch you know let's and, let's also let's let's unearth a few speed bumps that she didn't necessarily highlight you're talking to a dad yeah i hate to tell you this you're never going to be number one yeah okay two your expectations of dating right now especially dating an established 40 year old man with children you can't have dating expectations like you're 21 bar hopping yeah exactly it's not gonna be fucking toting on every my man's got responsibilities yeah my man's got shit to take care of that is important and you got to decide whether or not you're at the point in your life where you can appreciate that enough that you want to be a part of that or do you need a little bit more attention but I think there are lines with that, too, and I think a good man can, his kids should be number one. She shouldn't expect to be number one, but I think a good man can, like, if he really does care about somebody and stuff, he can, like, have his kids be number one and care about them, like, more, but just, like, still give her but still give her attention. attention and, like, love and show support for her in all capacities and completely yeah. fill her cup, like... Yeah. I think that a good man is capable of doing that, even though he has kids that are belong to another woman, essentially. Because if he's not giving you that, because he could fall back on that all the time, like, my kids are my priority and you'll never be number one. Well, she doesn't have to settle for that. You're right. She doesn't have to settle for You're right. That. Circling back, I think, like, everything you said, like, I think you should keep rolling with it and just enjoy yourself. Don't let your own brain get you in the way. You know what we're doing right now? Hmm. We're doing the same thing her brain does. Yeah, exactly. We're adding way more fucking weight to the situation than there needs to be, and we kind of fucked that up. Yeah. You're six weeks in. Just If you trust him and you enjoy spending time with him, spend as much time as you're available to, you and him both. Make the time where you can. Enjoy being around each other. Don't second-guess the relationship because of potential speed bumps. Just have fun. You're six weeks yeah. in. Yeah, and then down the road, you'll have to make those decisions, and you'll have to think about yeah. that stuff for sure. But And it doesn't have to be stressed. Like, it doesn't have to be like a, I have a problem that we need to fix. It's like, I really fucking dig you. You really fucking dig me. Where should we go from here? Yeah. 
exactly. doesn't ever have to be a negative light in that those type of conversations. I yeah. feel like that's the problem. Yeah, exactly. Coming to you like, well, we should move in together now. Or like, do you not love me enough what to do this? this? What, about, what this? about this? What about this? What about this? It's like, how about, gosh, do we get to do this? Yeah. We get to do this together? That would be cool. I would. I, would, I hope that we do. Yeah. Just enjoy yourself. Have some fun. Sounds like you got a good guy. Yeah. And I've said it in the past. Don't let your past relationships affect your current relationship because it's not fair to that person. For sure. All right. Ooh, we got drama. This is from Jeeps and Anxiety. <laughs> okay. I, I dig it. And yeah, kind of like it. The, the title of this one is Family Wedding Drama. Ooh, it's long. No, it's not. Oh, no? That's mid. Okay. I've had like 12 paragraphers. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. I've also had multiple like Gracie posts. Gracie would say, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, no, honey. <laughs> it's okay, baby. It's okay, baby. <laughs> you okay, baby? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've stopped in the middle of posts before. Just been like, I can't. Well, it's usually based off of grammatical errors. Oh. I'm a grammar Nazi. So if like grammatical errors are you are mean about it? Not ever to the cups, but when we're on just the advice section and I don't mean those oh. people don't mean shit to me. Okay. Then I go, that's it. You're done. And I go to the next fucking post. Oh, that's so kind of sad. They don't, that person doesn't listen. I've never passed on a cup. Okay. Okay. Good. I just give them light ribbing here and there. But out <laughs> of the love of my heart. Ribbing? Ribbing. Hmm. You're so cute. OG cup here. Notice. Notice how they're starting. Yeah. They, they, yeah. yeah. OG cups. I love you want to know why? I established in like episode 66 that if you've listened to this podcast before this episode was, was released, you are an OG cup. From here on out, you're just a cup. If you start listening in episode 70, you're just a cup. <laughs> you can have the cup title, but you'll never have the OG cup title. Oh, okay. That's yeah. kind of cool. And by the way, this is the den. Oh. Welcome back to the den with the cups. I'm a fucking marketing genius. OG Cub here. No need for lengthy intros. I'll get right into it. Married, 11-11-2022. Getting married. Getting married, 11-11-2022. You saw that from six fucking feet away. Since the very beginning, there has been constant issues with my dad, stepmom, Aww. and two half-brothers. The day after we got engaged, there was comments about my two brothers expecting to be a part of the groomsmen. Well, they aren't in it. For many reasons, but the main being that they are very vocal about not liking my fiancé because he, quote, doesn't want to be a part of this family, which I don't blame him. They low-key gaslight me, guilt-trip me for my choices, and have narcissistic tendencies. He is a good man who supports me and loves me unconditionally and has been so patient through this all. I ask him repeatedly to not pick fights with them over these things because I don't want to deal with the backlash. It's been a running issue. Okay, pause right there. So... So far, what, just control-freak family? Yeah, sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. It has been a running issue. I asked my stepmom to wear red as mother of the bride color as my biological mom and mother-in-law will be in red. She refuses. She let me know that she ordered blue and purple color swatches to see what she likes best for her dress. 
We lost our second venue three weeks ago and scrambled to form a new plan. Flash forward to last Saturday, I had a conversation with my dad to fill him in. Talked for 20 minutes. It was great. He offered to help look for chairs and tables. Fifteen minutes after I hang up with him, my step- stepmom calls me and asks me what my problem is and why I waited three weeks to say something to them. My dad chimed in, saying how I'm always kicking them to the curb and leaving them out of the decisions. Wow. They then allowed my 16-year-old little brother to yell at me how it's not fair that he's not in the wedding and that it's bullshit and how he hasn't ever cared for my fiancé. It was a three-against-one attack. I was broken and in hysterics for hours. I'm done feeling this way and need advice on how to lay boundaries with them. When I think about telling them how I feel, it makes me feel guilty or like I'm doing something wrong. Please send help. Sincerely, an overly anxious adult who has issues with standing up for herself. I don't have more experience in this. I don't know what I do. It was a good episode for you to be on. Family, blood, doesn't matter. If they're not good for your life, they're not good for you. That's it. You have no obligation to them. So, and I mean, it depends on how cutthroat you want to be, but it sounds to me like either they like drama they just are jealous of you they don't want to be supportive of you because i don't know some people just really like to be difficult and make other people's life miserable and honestly like you don't have to deal with it period so honestly i would just say like okay well then you don't need to come to my wedding i think that like there's a big when you finally stand up for yourself and you set that kind of boundary, I think some people, especially your family members, are either going to look at you and be like, oh, she fucking serious? Like, so this is where she's going to draw the line and they'll either be like, that's not worth it to me. I don't want to ruin my relationship with you. Or they go, okay, fine then. And I think that gives you an answer either way. Either that someone's willing to like work on your the relationship with you and hear you out and kind of see like where you're standing Or they're going to just be like, fine, fuck you. And then it's like, okay, well, yep, that's my boundary and that's okay. You're choosing where to stand and that's fine. Yeah. So. So kind of like ultimatum time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. I I suppose like a boundary line in the sand is a way better way to put that. And it's sad because it is your dad and, you know, your half brothers and it's your wedding. And hopefully, ideally, this will be your only wedding, but... Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, like, this is your wedding. It's about you and your husband, the man that you're marrying. And it's not about them. And let's let's be real. It's not about the wedding. Yeah, and it's not about the wedding either. It's for about sure. the fact that this is supposed to be an obvious moment for you. Yeah. And they're stomping on it either purposefully or don't respect you and your relationship enough to let you just have exactly. this time. And... And that, and that, I'm sure that mirrors itself across their her whole life. And I think, like, yeah, for sure. And I think that, especially if like there's taking this important moment of your life, and this is what's happening. Like, clearly, yeah. I'm sure you've dealt with some other shit. So I think this is a good opportunity to say this day is about me and my husband, my future husband, and don't let anybody take that from you. And that could start with tell your mother, your stepmom, wear whatever fucking color you want. Like, honestly, like, think about what's truly important to you because at that point, like, is it just a power play with her? Because clearly that's what she's, 
doing. Mm -hmm. And again, like, don't let her have the power by, like, being, like, fighting with her and telling her this is the dress she can wear so she can come back and say, no, she's doing this. Like, what kind of game does she want to play with you? You're not playing fucking games with her. Let her wear whatever ugly-ass color dress she wants to wear. Ooh, comment on it at the wedding, too. Yeah. And... Be like, dude, oh, don't even say a word. Just when she, like, shows up and you see her for the first time in her dress, hit her with one of these. Hmm. Hmm. That's it. Yeah. And... You know, and then not putting in. your brothers in the wedding, you stand firm on that and she let them just talk and talk and cry and whatever they want to do, it does not matter. Like, you're going to have to just get to a place and quickly because you're getting married soon that that's just going to have to, like, that's just going to have to be okay. Well, it's got to be verbalized, I think. I think that they're bitching and moaning and complaining. So, so then you just mixed. make it simple. Like you don't fight with them. You don't argue. You don't have to give them a why. You don't have to explain to them any reasoning. You just say, I'm sorry that you feel that way. It has no reflection of how I feel about you. I still love you, but you're just not in our wedding. And. But why? She has the why in there. Why? Because they don't like him. Yeah, so you can say that, but I'm just saying you don't owe anybody. That's the whole point of this. Like, she doesn't fucking owe them shit. She doesn't owe them an explanation. Mm -hmm. She doesn't. It sounds to me like she's argued with them enough or, like, regardless, she's probably tried to defend herself at some point in their relationship. Like, now is a time where it's like, no. Like, you don't have to explain yourself. Mm -hmm. So if the conversations have been had, which they probably have. Yeah, it sounds like it. Then you've said all you need to fucking say. And you just hold strong on that, like, you you don't want them in the, in the wedding for whatever reason. And then again, if this is a power thing where you're just like, at the end of the day, I don't really care, let them be ushers. Let them do something. See, to I make... don't think that she should even lean into that. I now. agree, but I'm just throwing that out there. If that's yeah, the kind of no. heart and soul she has, like, Let's some, you know, but I, like, for me, no. Gotcha. So if the conversations have been had, there's no re- need for any more explanation. All you have to do is have your line in the sand. Now, I think that the only thing that she needs to do here and line is in the sand being your boundaries. Like the, that's what I'm the, saying. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like the boundary of and, like. And you can be so kind about it. That's the other part too that I think's like, even me talking about this, it comes like I've I've experienced this with my family, certain people, and it's like. You don't have you get to a place where you don't have to be rude about it. It's almost peaceful to say like this is my boundary. I'm really sorry that it upsets you and affects you so much emotionally, but that's not my like problem. And I'm not going to change that because you're bawling and screaming and crying at me. You can call me any name you want. You can feel very strongly. It has no reflection of my love for you or anything, but this is my line, Mm -hmm. you know? And at some point, like people that keep pushing your boundaries, the people that you let keep pushing your doors down, making you feel that way, like they're not going to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they will, and hopefully or you can come to some, like, relationship with them. But ultimately, like, you let them keep doing it. Like, it ain't going to change. If I can piggyback? Yeah. Because she said at the end, like, from a non-confrontational cub or whatever she said. Um, the further you extend out without the confrontation, it's just going to keep being the same thing. So the sooner you can get yourself to have the altercation with them mm-hmm. and, and have the conversation of, like, okay – Here's the thing. You guys have proved I've told you in the past. This is what I expect from you. And if you haven't had that conversation, have that conversation. And you have proved time and time again that you are not taking my life into account for this. This is the man that I love and this is the man that I'm going to be with. And if you are continuing to act like this, you're out. Mm -hmm. And that's the confrontation you need to have. 
and write it down maybe before that would maybe help you like collect your thoughts Mm -hmm. because if you're not confrontational you're probably not comfortable i mean clearly a non-confrontational person is not comfortable in confrontation that's why they're Mm non-confrontational so like writing it down and helping yourself collect your thoughts and know really how you feel and what you say like even if it's a phone call and you have your notebook in front of you they're not going to know that but then you can kind of stick to your guns keep your space clear because they're going to upset you and you and, know. Let me, and let me throw some advice at her in that exact situation that I've given you in the past where at least before where you would kind of lose it is you would say the thing and then that confrontational moment hits and you start and you continue to talk. Number one thing about confrontation, especially for people that are not used to confrontation, say the confrontational thing and then sit in it. Let them respond react whatever you have your notes you have your notebook in front of you of like your emotions and your feelings and everything that you wanted to say laid out if you say those things you set the expectation let them say whatever they want to say and if they don't say anything they just say silence or they just sit there in silence let the silence sit and be like just wanted you to know click yeah or if it's in person you just sit there stone-faced Or the thing I've used most recently in that exact situation was, like, if they kept, like, chirping and trying to, like, get more out of me and it would make me react. But what I kept saying in my brain and then what I just said out loud was, like, I don't think anything warrants further discussion. Mm -hmm. Because it was just, like, I'm not going to continue to try and convince you of my side. I'm not going to try and convince you of whatever. Like, so that's what I kept saying. And I said this, like, four different times to this lady. Because at that point, it was like, there's no point. I'm not going to say anything else. Yeah. And and it honestly, it was the best because it threw her off guard and she had no response. Like, she even, like, she just had nothing to say to me because I was like, nothing else warrants discussion. Like, my mind is made up and that's it. Yeah. And it's almost like, I don't want to say calmed her down. It pissed her off. But she yeah. had nothing to say to me. Well, anymore. it showed, like, that you were not emotional about the exactly. situation. It was, the yeah, decision exactly. was made. The decision was made. Yeah. So, I think maybe that kind of too, but... You know, that's hard because it's family. Yeah, yeah. But I just, something I've learned, like, very, well, I've finally been stern on in the last several years of my life is, you know, just because they're family doesn't mean that, like, you know, if they're toxic and have all these awful things, they don't, like, enrich your life. You mm-hmm. have no obligation to them because, you know, the families, I used to believe in the, like, blood's thicker than water. And to some extent, I'll respect that and have loyalty over that forever. But I still think there's lines where it's, like... Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. There's specific. There's outliers. Yeah. There's outliers. Yeah. For the most part, family is family. But if your family is ruining your mental health. Yeah. Then that that truly is. That's it. Yeah. That's it. There's no reason to. You got to take care of number one in this life. Yep. And if you set the parameters and move on, but they show you change, maybe they care about you more than you expected. Maybe they care more about having you in their life than they care about being right in a situation with your relationship. If they prove to you that they care more about the sanctity of your guys' relationship than they do about being right or their narcissism and shit like that, okay, open the door back up. But you can't open a door until you close it. And closing it just proves how solid you are in your convictions. Mm -hmm. I think that that's – I think that's it. Hope that helped. I forgot to say that at the first one. I usually say, hope that helped at the end. Like, regardless if it's serious or regardless if I'm making jokes, I go, hope that helped. 
So yeah, that was your first episode. Yeah. And how do you think it went? I don't know. Did you enjoy <laughs> it though? Yeah, I did. I once I like loosened up a little. Yeah, bit. and you realized we're just chatting. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nothing to friggin' overthink or worry about. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that I'm going to get a lot of can we have her back on comments and requests. So I look forward to that. That was really fucking fun. I had really fun. Yeah. You had really fun. I had really fun. I had really fun. Good. <laughs> and, and I'm tired. I know I'm tired too. It kind of just hit me. It's 10 o'clock. Yeah, it's 10 and we're fucking old fart ass fucking parents. Yeah. So. Really want some ice cream. I love you. I love you too. All right. Cubs. Have a great week. Go out there. Don't be a bummer. And cheer up, babe. <laughs>